You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It is our 26th year on the air bringing you Into Tomorrow, and I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Are you sure? We're coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios. Make knowledge your superpower. For managing type 1 diabetes, be sure to visit dexcom.com. And one of our most favorite things to do, other than remind you to always back up your important data and always check your spam filters, just to make sure you have emails from people you want to get email from, not just us, but family and friends and whatnot, is to welcome our newest affiliates. KATL 770 AM in Miles City, Montana. So special thanks to Donald Richard and his team for helping us bring you into tomorrow every Sunday at 1 p.m. And in fact, every day with the Into Tomorrow daily features as well. That's true. They're also airing our little 60-second vignettes. If your local radio station doesn't have those, well, call them up and say, hello. Slap them around a little. Over the phone, yeah, digitally, vertically, and ask them why not. But at the moment, KATL carries our first of three hours. They're trying to make room for the hours two and three. And when they can, they will, and we'll get you more of Into Tomorrow. In the meantime, you can get all three hours at intotomorrow.com. And you'll want to stay tuned in a few minutes if you have kids, if you know somebody who has kids, you know a kid, you've seen kids. Um, <laughs> you were a kid You once. were a kid once. Yeah. Uh, we'll be chatting with Russell York. He's the CEO and founder of a company called Cosmo Technologies. They provide technologies to bring families together and keep children safe through their smartwatch for kids. I'm holding one up even as we speak. Yes, check it I out. It. Now, if you're driving, don't look at the radio. But otherwise, check it out. It's very cool. Actually, you can check it out because you've got to come visit intotomorrow.com and see the video not only of this interview with russell but of all of our radio interviews lately because we want to show you the various products we're talking about and you can do that where at intotomorrow.com there you go meantime some tech news and commentary did you survive the facebook instagram failure the the black hole last week not only did I survive, I thrived. You probably did, exactly. For, for, for those mere several hours, it, it seemed like all was right with the world. Birds were chirping. People were getting along. Yeah. The, the earth was not rotating off its axis again yeah, from the, anti-social media. All the information we had was real and accurate. No fake news. No. Wow. Well, the hashtag Facebook down was trending all day last Monday as rumors swirled that Facebook and its other platforms, including Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus, among others, yeah, they have way too much control and way too many things, were all hacked, possibly, after the longest worldwide anti-social media outage ever, almost eight hours in many places. Oh, and Facebook stock also crashed. Yeah, and I and I saw uh, some headlines said that the, they estimated that they lost about sixty million dollars in ad revenue 
during that time. Oh, yeah, poor Facebook. Poor Facebook. But the, what would you tell me that, that Zuckerberg lost personally? Six billion dollars in stock value. Wow. And I feel so bad for him. Yeah, pocket change. So good job, Zuck. Uh, I think they should just have turned Facebook off. Waited 10 seconds and turned it back on again. Well, Pro- it probably would have been fine. Given the timing, I think they probably did turn themselves off. <laughs> exactly. You know, they had to get rid of some uh, you know, skeletons. It's interesting because I did a, a post about it. You know, Did you survive? And a lot of folks were saying, I think they did it on purpose to delete stuff because the very next day, they, of course, had uh, this former Facebook employee testifying before Congress, but... She gathered documents that form the foundation of the Wall Street Journal's Facebook Files series, and she said she acted to help prompt change at the social media giant, not to stir anger towards it. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Frances Haugen was identified in a 60 Minutes interview as the woman who anonymously filed complaints with federal law enforcement that the company's own research shows how it magnifies hate and misinformation. We've been telling you that for how many years now? Yeah, since they were around. Exactly. Uh, calling them fake book forever and anti-social media. Now, she's a veteran, mind you, of several tech companies, including Pinterest, Yelp, Google, among others. And she detailed numerous incidents in which she said executives at Facebook, including CEO Mark Zuckerberg, were made directly aware of the platform's potentially negative influence on the mental health of children. She's become the biggest thorn in Mark Zuckerberg's side. Again, poor Zuck. She worked with Facebook's civil integrity team. Now, they had one of those. I I also posted (laughs) having the words integrity in the same sentence as Facebook is a hoot. Because, come on, really, they don't go together. But she left Facebook back in May after developing serious reservations, she says, about the company's policies, particularly surrounding the events of January 6th. Before the 2020 election, she said Facebook implemented measures to prevent the spread of misinformation. But the company decided to dissolve many of these protections after the election. Well, because I think there's the reason. After the election, right? Haugen has also filed a whistleblower complaint with the Securities and Exchange Commission accusing Facebook of misleading investors with public statements that did not match its internal actions. Whoa. Just like how they got gangsters over the last many decades. They got them on tax fraud Uh rather than murders and, and whatnot, right? So Haugen also testified, as I mentioned before, a Senate subcommittee in a hearing titled Protecting Kids Online about the company's research into Instagram's effect on the mental health of young users. And that continues. But she's an extreme left individual um, that you have to wonder what were her real reasons for all this. Well, you've got to figure the biggest red flag is that one of the few things that people on both sides of the aisle seem to agree on is that Facebook is evil. Yes. So maybe it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'd think maybe there'd be a little something to that. Robert in Miami listens online, participating by clicking the Ask Dave button. We love you for that at our site at intotomorrow.com. I have an interest in developing my own Android apps for phones, and uh, I did some minor programming in the past in Wildcat Basic if anyone out there still remembers what that is. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really done much in that field in a long time, but I'd like to get involved in building custom apps for Android phones. 
possibly just for myself. Can you point me to the right direction for resources on that and instructional materials? Well, Robert, what you'll need will vary a little bit, of course, depending on what you want to build. But roughly, you'll want Android Studio, which is Google's IDE, which means Integrated Development Environment, for Android. Android Studio is pretty clunky and heavyweight. Think something like Eclipse, if you're familiar with that. But it does the job and comes with plenty of useful tools. After that, the main source of documentation will be Google as well. Their documentation site can be found at developer.android.com. Now, Google has added some basic courses, if you will, which are really not courses on that site. But you can at least browse through some sample code, read their guidelines, and go through their developer guides. Yeah, outside of Google's own documentation, the usual resources apply. Uh, you, if you can put up with their overinflated egos and bad attitudes, <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Stack Overflow can be useful. And there are specific Android-only tags and communities within Stack Overflow to dig into. You can also search for the user Android Developers, all one word, on YouTube for visual tutorials. Uh, you'll find plenty of tutorials online as well if you have a specific build in mind, so searching for something similar to what you want to build may give you an idea of what steps will be required and help you get started on your own project. Yeah. Now, you can also check out our app for Android and our app developer, Dimitri, because we've got contact info there, and you can drop him a note and say, hey, you love the Into Tomorrow app, and can you pick his brain a little bit? Maybe he can be of help to you as well. Check us all out at intotomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Into Tomorrow continues. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Graveline. Our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech, products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. And we thank you so much, not only for listening, but I pre-thank you for calling in and participating because your calls, your participation really makes into tomorrow what it is all these years. So don't hesitate to join us anytime, 24-7 at your convenience and let us know if you've got any questions about consumer tech. Maybe you want to help another listener. Maybe you want to share some tech rage or share with us your favorite apps these days and why. Whatever the case, so many easy ways to participate, of course, using the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. 
Our next guest is with a family technology company that designs and manufactures solutions to bring families together and keep kids safe. Like if you're watching the video at intotomorrow.com, and if you're not, by all means, come visit us and see the video. So not only you can see our guests, but see what I'm holding up and see the Junior Track 2 watch. Very, very cool. The founder and CEO of Cosmo Technologies is Russell York. Russell, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Thanks, Dave. Good to be here. Appreciate you having me. It's a pleasure to have you joining us from San Diego on the other side of the country. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the Cosmo Technologies company. Then we'll get into this very cool watch. Yeah, of course. Cosmo is a very, very unique company. Uh, this is one of the first, maybe the only true family technology manufacturer in the United States. Uh, we identified just a massive hole in the market where uh, there's a lot of technology out there. Your show is all about consumer tech products. I'm sure you guys have seen just about everything under the sun. Um, this might be something you haven't seen before. It's a product designed for kids that are very young, under 10 years old. This is a, a device you would give to a kid that's maybe not old enough to have a cell phone. And uh, and parents are looking for products like this kid's smartwatch specifically because it, of what it can't do. It doesn't have Internet. It doesn't have social media applications. It's really just a device that's geared toward parent-child communication. It comes with all kinds of great features that parents are looking for, like GPS tracking, calling, and texting. Uh, and you can imagine the benefits of being able to call and text your your seven year old, uh, pick up from school, pick up from soccer. It's it's an application that makes sense for families. Uh, and surprisingly, it uh, it really hasn't existed until very recently. And so we're proud to be a part of a family technology movement here at Costco. Boy, I'm liking that whole concept because it's like, hey, mom, dad, football practice is over early because of the weather. I'm ready to come to get picked up and go home. Uh, you might not otherwise have the ability to do that. So how is it that the Cosmo watch uh, can have that easy communication and yet provide that safety of not letting the kids be on antisocial media, among other things? Well, that's right. So our, our devices ship uh, pre-installed with a SIM card, and we provide a, a family a family safe uh, wireless network. So Cosmo offers the actual network coverage for these devices. That means it, it comes with the GPS tracking uh, ready to go out of the box. It comes with the ability to call and text. Uh, and so it's really a standalone phone. It's a, it's a phone on your wrist, uh, and uh, but it's it's completely locked down. It's a parent administered and a parent uh, controlled device. Uh, so it, it's it's really just streamlined for uh, two-way calling between uh, parents and kids or guardians and kids that parents approve, so grandma, grandpa, aunts and uncles, uh, babysitters and so on. Uh, you, you can whitelist a, a, a circle of approved contact. The most important people in a kid's life they should be able to reach out to and contact. But uh, it's operated on a, a wireless network uh, that uh, works everywhere in the country. So terrific. Now, this is basically a kid's smartwatch, and they always want the tech that everybody else has. In many cases, even the younger kids teach the older folks, uh, which could just be their parents, let alone grandparents, how to use a lot of the tech. So, of course, they want to have a smartwatch for them as well. So is there like a, a, an easy-to-use keypad on the watch, uh, or are there some speed dial numbers, that sort of thing, where they can simply call mom, dad, grandma, that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a touchscreen device. So this, this will operate a lot like an Apple Watch or a similar wearable that you might have that has a screen. And so, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a touchable interface. You're probably not going to see this super well on the on the screen here, but uh, several different apps that you can tap into. It's got a pedometer. Uh, it's got, you know, obviously the ability for kids to uh, uh, see their, their own, you know, physical activity during the day. It's got a clock face on it so kids can learn to tell time or 
or just know what time of day it is, which class they need to be in. But yeah, it's operated through a touchscreen touch screen interface. Terrific. So it makes it easy for the kids and comfortable for the parent. And you mentioned that, of course, built-in GPS, which is also encouraging because while most parents and guardians and grandparents aren't going to really let the kids out of their sight, they're always not in your sight. Uh, it, might, it might be, you know, a, a sport practice or something like that. You just want to have that peace of mind to know that they're on the field with the team where they're supposed to be because you had to drop them off and go get the other kids or, or that kind of thing. And you can, at a glance, apparently, I'm assuming with an app uh, on the, the parents or guardian smartphone, see where they are and even communicate with them. That's right. We, we have a, a, a parent mobile application that works for Android and, and iOS devices. Uh, and this comes with all the, the tools and features that the parents use, including the GPS tracking. Uh, and so from, from the parent mobile app, you can see where your kid is. You can do real-time tracking. Uh, and, and that's also where you can call and contact the device and, and see anything else that uh, your kid is doing, including you can follow along and see how many steps they've done in a day. Uh, we have a lot of parents telling us, you know, we, we didn't really understand why we would want this device because we do see our, you know, our very young kids most of the time. We know where they are. Um, but what we've started here is the kids are taking back the neighborhood. Parents are letting their kids hop on a bicycle and go visit a new friend or uh, get over to the, the community park to play basketball with their friends or whatever it may, might be simply because they have the confidence that once the kid ar- arrives where they're going, they can call home and say I'm there. Or you can just pick up the Cosmo Mission Control is what we call it, the Cosmo Mission Control parent mobile app and, uh, and just see where they are uh, right away in time. I like that mission control. And I also like the fact that you have the built-in pedometer. So I'll bet you a lot of the kids kind of get a kick out of that. It's like, hey, I have walked a lot today. Look at that. You know, it's good exercise. Right? That's right, Dave. I mean, kids want to do what, what they see the adults doing in their lives. And, and every adult in their life that has a phone or a, a smartwatch, uh, it comes with all these kinds of features, including fitness tracking and communication and uh, and, and just that ability to have a personalized piece of electronics that uh, that sort of grows with you. And and what we see this device as is is just a, a really soft introduction to technology. It's it's something that kids feel good about. They feel connected, uh, and and it also gives them the, the benefit of feeling like they're part of the team. Right? They they have a device. They've got their own phone number. And for a lot of kids, that's really the biggest highlight. They open the box for the first time. They activate the device, and they've got their first ever phone number. Uh, and so kids are memorizing these phone numbers, telling their, their friends about their phone number. And, uh, and it's a really special experience for kids. It helps parents to put off getting that iPhone or that more uh, fully capable smart device until just a little bit later. It gives parents time to have, to have important conversations with their kids about what technology is and how to approach it. And of course, as you mentioned, they know their phone number and they're going to they're going to memorize that and give it to their friends. But then again, to reiterate, the parent has to then allow it. Right. So they have to confirm that it's actually a friend and not somebody that's given them a phone number otherwise um, and then allow it. Then they can make and receive calls to or from that friend as well as parents or guardians. That's right. The the contact list is, is completely controlled and administered by the parents or the guardian in that child's life. And that's an intentional decision, right? I mean, this, this really is meant to be a soft introduction to technology. And so to begin with, it makes sense for parents to say, yeah, that, that's an approved contact or that's not an approved contact. Uh, and so there, there is a, a buddy system uh, feature that we'll be rolling out later this year that will allow kids to actually just touch their watches together. Uh, and then parents will get an alert on their mobile app that says, you know, approve or decline this contact. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Contact lists are and will always be administered by parents. 
Good. So that's another feature of mission control that the parents have. So I, I like that. Um, and I'm noticing you're also wearing one and you're not under 10. I don't think you don't look like it. Uh, so it kind of makes me wonder why design just a kid smartwatch or are you also doing something similar for older folks? No, you know, Cosmo sees the same need for younger and older people. Uh, technology really has been targeted at the middle generation yeah. and uh, the users at the the beginning and the end of the spectrum um, haven't really been given as much attention. And so what we've done with the Cosmo watch is, is really transferable to, to senior applications as well. We have we have a lot of companies asking us, hey, is, is this available with, you know, an SOS feature with the ability to call into a, you know, a call center for help uh, or, you know, come, comes with the, the same kind of features that maybe caregivers would want to have, like GPS tracking or uh, you know, the, the ability just to make really simple phone calls. Sure. Uh, and so we, we do have the idea uh, in, in the in the next year of putting out a, a senior edition of this device. And we see Cosmos being a company that can support um, customers that really haven't been supported by existing technology options. Boy, I can see in another year, I might even need something like I've fallen and I can't get up button. Uh, so, so be sure and keep us informed when those kind of things are available. We're chatting with the founder and CEO of Cosmo Technologies, Russell York. Their website, CosmoTogether.com. Be sure and check it out. I'm Dave Graveline. We'll be back more with Russell talking about this very cool kids smartwatch as Into Tomorrow continues. Stay tuned. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 21 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. Call 800-213-5082. That's Thank you very much for tuning in to Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the founder and CEO of Cosmo Technologies, Russell York. I'm assuming, Russell, that this has begun making a difference for families these days, that the kids are liking it, it's cool tech, the parents have that peace of mind. What has been some of your initial feedback? It's incredible, Dave. Uh, giving, a, giving a device to a young child like uh, in the age range that we're looking at, 5 to 10, 5 to 12 years old, uh, I think parents expect to just be able to call and track their kids. But what we've heard from our customers is, have been just really incredible stories. Kids have intervened in medical emergencies. Uh, kids have uh, had the ability to, you know, solve, solve household problems, overflowing toilets and funny stories about, you know, a, a kid falling down and, and needing help, uh, you know, maybe going to the ER for a, a scrape on their knee. And suddenly it's, it's the kids that are there to save the day. Wow. Uh, we've heard from customers that are deployed to the military overseas. And the ability to actually just call your child or just see where they are is an incredible peace of mind. It, it creates a feeling of connection between parents and kids. 
at a day and time when parents and kids are really being pulled further and further apart and, and partially being pulled apart by technology. Yeah. It's the screens that we're hooked on. It's the, the digital environments that we live in that are really replacing personal connection. And so we're ironically creating a piece of technology that's meant to counteract that disconnection. It's meant to bring families closer together and filter out what's unnecessary. Uh, and it creates just a, a really uh, incredible experience, both for the kids and for the parents. I can hear some of the kids perhaps listening uh, in my head that are saying, OK, but does it at least have any games maybe when I'm waiting for the bus or I'm doing something? You know, can I can I play with it in some manner as well as it being functional? Yeah. You know, we've made the decision at this point not to include games on this device. We've been very um, uh, attentive to the parents in, in, in our customer base that have said, you know, there are enough screens in our lives. Uh, there's a, there's enough distractions and things that are pulling our attention away. And so at the moment, Cosmos made the decision not to include games on these products. Uh, but what we'll continue to do as we roll out more features is, is to give parents the ability to decide if they want games. Uh, really, we don't want to tell parents how to raise their kids. There are a million ways to raise a kid, including with all kinds of digital technologies and screens. And that's really up to the parent. What we're saying is we want to give you a, a tool that you can customize to your own style of parenting, to your own family-specific dynamic. And so we'll, we'll absolutely roll out the ability for parents to approve games on these devices. Well, Russell, I am so glad to hear you say that. Now, of course, we've got to talk about the price. Uh, no doubt you got to buy the watch, uh, the Junior Track 2 4G Kids smartwatch. Um, and then, no doubt, there's some sort of monthly subscription because it's a cell phone, basically, right? So you're paying for the number. How does that work? That's right. So the Cosmo device is the most uh, uh, budget-friendly device on the market. We're the number one selling product on Amazon in, the, in, in this category for a reason. Uh, we're priced at fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, and if you look anywhere else in the market, if you buy a device from Verizon or from Apple, you're, you're looking at paying way, way upwards of $100 just to get the product itself. And then there's a service plan on top of that. So yeah. we've really tried to be uh, attentive to, again, customers in a broad market that are saying, hey, for a first device for a kid, this, this should be really affordable, right? It, it's going to go out there. It's going to get beat up. Uh, it's going to live the life of a kid. Yeah. And so we've said uh, $59.99 is the right price point for that. Uh, and then our, our service plan started uh, $16 a month. And that includes not just the network coverage, but it's, it's also the communication platform between the watch and the mobile app on your phone, which is an end-to-end -end encrypted service. Uh, it's hosted here in the United States on secure servers. Uh, we've really gone the extra mile in security. We want the first device in your family's life and your kid's life to be something that's just for you and your kid. Uh, there's no data mining going on from Google or Apple or Facebook that's capturing your kid's data and turning that into an advertising model so they can start to sell them products, you know, yeah. at a certain age. This is really an off-the-grid, off-the-map device that's uh, supported on, on one of the most secure networks you could hope for. Uh, and so that's baked into that subscription price. Good. Well, that should give parents the warm fuzzies right there, too. Not only is it affordable, but their information from the child and to and from the child and the parents and so forth is is safe and secure and you're not serving up ads either and trying to get the kids to say mommy daddy buy me such and such i saw in my watch and that's that's not the goal there so i think that's very affordable now you say the monthly prices start at what was it 16 dollars a month i think you said that's right 16 dollars a month and and what do they go up to and what additional features are available then if if somebody pays a, a higher tier for example yeah, well, we have a lot of customers. This is a new product category. They just want to try it out and see see if this is something that fits with their family dynamic. And so we offer a month-to-month, -month, cancel any time, no commitment contract for $20 a month or $19.99. Uh, and, and that's for customers that aren't ready to say, hey, I'm, I'm in for six months or a year. Uh, but of course, if you're if you're ready to, to jump onto a, a longer term plan, that there are more aggressive uh, or, or or better price options for you. 
Oh, okay. And now that makes perfect sense. And again, glad to hear you guys doing that, Russell, because it's all about what's going to help the parents and ultimately the child in that sense uh, to be able to say, you know, let's give it a shot. Are you going to like it? Are you going to use it? You know, are you not going to beat it up so much either? (laughs) Because as you say, it lives the kid's life with them. And that's terrific. Um, How long does a charge hold on it? A simple USB uh, charger that it comes with, of course. Uh, Can they wear it all day, a couple of days? What's been the experience there? Yeah, well, we, we understand that uh, as, a, as a device that needs to always work, right? I mean, yeah. the, the moments when you need to call your child, that that call should go through. And so we made sure that this battery will last an entire day of full usage. Uh, so your kid can go to school and, uh, and, and take it out for uh, anywhere they're going. GPS tracking, all those features will function for a full day on a single charge. Terrific. And does it include a calculator? I can already see kids cheating in class. I don't know if if it's something. That's a great question. I need to check. Uh, let's see here. Calculator. I, I'm not sure if we kept that in it. We, it does, in fact, have a calculator. Uh-huh. Uh, and as far as cheating in class goes, parents are, are encouraged to use the school mode feature from our mission control app, which locks the device down while they're at school. So uh-huh. no cheating involved. Ah, very. So you you guys are thinking of everything. I'm quite impressed. We want you to visit Cosmo Together. Dot com. Very cool website, C-O-S-M-O, together, as one word, dot com. Of course, we'll get you there, too, to Russell's site when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And check out the video with Russell if you're not already watching it, because we're showing you the watch. We're showing you in action as Russell describes various things. Pretty cool. Russell York, the founder and CEO of Cosmo Technologies. We look forward to other cool things that you guys are coming up with. You're doing a heck of a job, so keep up the good work. Thank you, Dave. We'll keep you posted. Uh, By all means, CosmoTogether.com. I'm Dave Graveline at IntoTomorrow.com. Be sure to stay tuned. Visit us often as well. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. Don't go away. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back into tomorrow. Be sure to hit us up at intotomorrow.com at your earliest and regular convenience. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, how today works from home. See your new home office at autonomous.ai. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. Here's Chris, 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 Chris. This week, back in 1968, the U.S. launched Apollo 7. Described by Commander Walter Shearer as a magnificent flying machine, Apollo 7... All systems are functioning within normal parameters. (laughs) Apollo 7 traveled some 4.5 million miles in orbit around the Earth to become the first manned flight in NASA's lunar landing program. Oh, my. The mission also featured the first live TV transmission from a spacecraft in orbit. In 1983 this week, Ameritech Mobile Communications launched the first U.S. cellular network in Chicago. Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. 
In the late 90s, Ameritech was acquired by SBC Communications, which subsequently acquired AT&T, forming the present-day conglomerate AT&T Inc., parent to companies uh, such as AT&T Wireless, WarnerMedia, DirecTV, and others. Great. In 1984 this week, space shuttle Challenger astronaut Dr. Kathy Sullivan became the first U.S. woman to perform an EVA, or extravehicular activity. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Or walk in space. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And this week in 1994, Netscape Communications Corporation announced that it was offering its new Netscape Navigator free to users via the Internet. The Internet browser developed by the six-month-old Silicon Valley company led by Silicon Graphics founder Jim Clark and NCSA Mosaic creator Mark Andreessen was available for free downloading by individual, academic, and research users. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, we get it. Goodbye. Orlando in Columbia, Mississippi. Are you sure it's not Columbia in Orlando, Florida? Could be. No, no, I think it's Orlando in Columbia, Mississippi. Calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Orlando. I have an abundance of old DVDs, and I may even have a couple of VHSs hiding somewhere. I was looking for a compact storage system for them where I could record all the DVDs, all my movies, maybe a hard drive of some sort that I could also connect to a television to play. Is there anything like that that exists currently? And uh, I also just want to say that the um, summer giveaway is like a tech nerd's Christmas wish list. I mean, I love the uh, items that are on there. But I enjoy your show and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Orlando, for the kind words. And of course, he's right. A lot of folks were saying, this is great because I'm winning stuff that I can give as Christmas gifts. There were quite a few items where I was kind of crying as I was watching the, the prize team pack up and mail away because I really wanted them under my tree. Yeah, but you didn't qualify because no. you never called into the show. No, that's true. Well, plus you can't qualify anyway. Yeah. But anyway, back to Orlando. Uh, you can store your media, of course, in a hard drive and stream it to your TV using a media server. The most popular free versions are Plex and Kobe, and you can set either one of them up either on a computer you already own, or you can use very basic and inexpensive hardware like a Raspberry Pi. Uh, Now, once you have the media server set up, you can control it using your smartphone by logging into the server or by using an IR or Wi-Fi remote, but an IR remote will require some extra hardware. The connection is simple enough. Uh, They'll just plug into your TV using a regular HDMI cable. Yeah, there are out-of-the-box solutions out there as well, but they're usually too expensive to recommend. For example, an NVIDIA Shield Android TV player sells for around $250. Uh, if you have a Roku player, they will allow you to scan local servers and stream the media files in them, so you can set up a network hard drive and stream the content to your TV via the Roku as well. Now, obviously, you'll need to rip all of this content, and for that, you'll need an extra solution, something like FreeMake Video Converter or Handbrake, We'll do that for you and won't cost you any money, but you will need to find a computer with a DVD drive or buy a drive first. Yeah, good luck with that because none are coming with DVD drives or any kind of optical drive anymore, but maybe you've got one.
one stash somewhere, or you can buy a used one because that's all you really need. Yeah, you can go to places like Amazon and buy a, a USB uh, optical drive, and they're mm-hmm. probably 20 or 30 bucks. Yeah, very true. And for Orlando and anyone else listening that wants to do a similar thing, just know that our show notes are all there for you in case you weren't able to uh, take shorthand immediately as we were saying it, especially while driving. Just visit intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for the weekend of Friday, October the 8th. We always use the Friday dates into every weekend. And there's Orlando's call and our notes. While we're in Mississippi, let's hit up Richard in Hero, Mississippi, listening on Super Talk, Mississippi. Hey, Richard. My Samsung Galaxy Watch just suddenly stopped working. This thing's probably less than a year old. It acts like it won't charge up. So I think maybe the battery is dead or something's wrong with it like that. Boy, don't you hate when your phone acts like anything, your smartwatch acts like anything than it should be a smartwatch or yeah. whatever? I mean, that gets confusing. But, Richard, your Samsung Galaxy watch should certainly last more than a year. As you probably know, they're expensive devices. Now, the good news here is that they do offer a one-year warranty. So if the watch is refusing to charge, you should contact Samsung as soon as possible and hopefully send it in for repair before that year is up. You can find an authorized service facility to take your watch to by calling Samsung at, cleverly enough, 1-800-SAMSUNG. Yeah, they should be able to guide you as to where to get the watch fixed and confirm that it is still under warranty, though their blanket coverage is one year, so it should be. Uh, we'll also have a link in our show notes at intotomorrow.com to Samsung's wearables support page, where you can find more information as well and put in a request for service. So that link will be at intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for October 8th. There you go. Find that at 2021. Yes. In case you're listening to this in 2023 or something. Right. Are we still around? Or in case you've gone back in time and you're listening to this in 2020. Whoa, that'd be spooky. In which case, the the pandemic doesn't really last forever. Just give it a little more time. Yeah, (laughs) a little more time. Hopefully that helps you out, Richard, because you have us curious, especially since Chris and I both wear Galaxy smartwatches. And so far, so good. They continue to work mostly. Yeah, even though I use mine with an iOS, so I don't really get all the stuff that you get. <laughs> well, see, if you weren't an iPhoney, you could. Yeah, well, I'll only use an Apple Watch if someone buys it for me. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> basically you're saying if some listener out there with money to burn wants to buy you an Apple Watch, you'll take it and yeah, you'll thank them I, on the I air? I like the Apple Watches, but I like my money more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. And good luck with that. And, of course, if you've got any additional input for Richard, for Orlando, for any caller, any time, we love for you to participate on the show and win prizes for doing so. Just let us know. And, of course, we appreciate hearing from you. Remember Cam's mantra? Call in, win stuff. Thank you. And how do they call in and win stuff? There's multiple ways to make it so easy for you. Well, if you want to actually call in, you could uh, dial 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. If you want to be more high-tech, you can use our free Into Tomorrow app. That's the iOS and Android. Or you can stop by our site on anything with a screen and a browser and a microphone and... Yeah, uh, into tomorrow.com, and there's a little Ask Dave button. You can click on that. Yeah, so therefore you'd need a screen to see yeah. that. All right. So there's multiple ways, and join us at intotomorrow.com anytime.
you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Remember, when you call in, you win stuff. It really is that easy. Speaking of winning stuff, so Captain Kirk will be in space again as the obnoxious 90-year-old actor William Shatner. And I can say that because I've met him a couple of times, and he is obnoxious. Mm -hmm. Uh, He flies the next Jeff Bozo's rocket to become yet another space tourist. Touch the edge of space for a couple of minutes and then come back down. So good luck to him because... That would have happened by the time you hear this, I think. But we like to think of... next week. Yes, next week. But we like to think of it as he met you. You didn't meet him. Oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. By the way, Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. New podcasters may need some help getting everything set up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. Oh, yeah, we like them. Rennie in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, listens online using TuneIn. Hey, Rennie. I recently bought a new widescreen TV, and it has a number of HDMI inputs, but my Marantz does not have HDMI outputs. So long story short, I did get it to work by using the RGB connections and the sound cable. However, I wanted to connect a backup DVD player, and the LG has only one input for the RGB and RCA inputs that's shared. So I bought a RCA to HDMI cable, but it doesn't recognize the player. Uh, I don't understand why it, it doesn't work. Well, Rennie, HDMI is a digital standard, while RCA is the older analog. You'll need something with some brains, if you will, to convert from one to the other so your device can understand the signal being fed to it. Something with brains, that leaves me out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, just a cable won't work um, if you're trying to convert from RCA to HDMI. Going from the analog RCA to the digital HDMI will require a converter of some kind, usually a small powered box. Um, unfortunately, if you bought just a cable, that won't be enough to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, we are able to help you out with steering you in the right direction. Speaking of steering you in the right direction, we hope Rennie and everyone else listening 
subscribes to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. It's very easy to do, and it's got, go figure, tech news. Some hmm thoughts to make you smile. We tell you who's on the show this week. We tell you some of the calls that we're going to address. Uh, we let you know the current prizes. It's really full of cool tech news. Yeah, there's, there's links to the This Week in Tech History video and the weekly tech tip from Beth, all sorts of stuff. And how does one subscribe to this very cool once-a-week-we-don't-spam-you-tech newsletter? Stop by tomorrow.com. A little white and red box will pop up. Put your email address in, then click the confirmation email you'll get, and you're in. 